0: This is The Level Up Podcast. I'm Taylor Petrinovich.
1: And I'm Kelly Gilster of 618 Studios. And we
0: are on a mission to help filmmakers level up their businesses and their craft so they can make more and work less.
1: We want to help you confidently take your business from mainstream to luxury, and it all starts right here. Thank you so much for joining the conversation this week. I am here with my girl, Taylor. Hi. And today we wanted to just lift the veil, get right into how to effectively communicate with a wedding planner. That can be a really tricky situation when you're just not used to talking to a wedding planner.
0: Yep, I agree. There's like this whole shift that happens as you climb pricing. And one of the key differences is going from booking and communicating just with a client and all of a sudden you have this third party in there and sometimes it can be really confusing on how to conduct yourself or how much you communicate and so that's what we're here to talk about today but first Kelly how are you doing today?
1: It's a little bit of a crazy week over here at my house. Um, if you're watching, you know, visually on our YouTube channel, you'll see that I'm in my living room, which isn't normal for me. And that's because we are repainting our guest room slash office and then we're redoing our bedroom. So it's a little bit chaotic, um, kind of in shambles behind me. Thank God for some, uh, for, you know, F 2.8, just blurring that all out. <laughs> but uh, Taylor, what about you? What'd you do this weekend? I'm trying to think. Um... Honestly, I feel like my life is a
0: bit of a blur with the kiddos. Um, We had like a school function on Friday night, took them to that, but just living in kid land on the weekends and enjoying it right now during off season, honestly. So
1: (laughs) I'm not complaining. Yeah, Yeah, we kind of start to miss our little ones during, I feel like wedding season just like flies by and then we get a little bit of time to rejuvenate with the family. So that is awesome. So I think that wedding planner communication is a huge hindrance um, in our market we or in our industry I remember like the first five years of our business we were we had really nailed down our communication with our brides or our grooms or our clients and they were our first point of contact like we were meeting up at coffee shops we were getting together with them I think that it also just went along with like Paul and I being younger, we were in our early twenties. A lot of our clients have like aged with us, we've found over the last 13 years. And so there was a lot more free time to be able to like dive into in-person meetings. And at the time that was like kind of the industry standard too. And I remember probably year five or six, we got um, an email from a wedding planner. And it like really put a halt in our like workflow. We are like, whoa, 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 what is this person? Who's trying to step on our toes? What is happening right now? Like, no, we don't talk to this person, we talk to the client. And it was honestly a huge um, like wake up call for us on like our pre-booking workflow to delivery, to like just understanding like why is there now this third person in our relationship with our couple and it, it took a long time. And, and so we, over the past few years, we found a way, a really effective flow on how to just streamline the booking process alongside planners. And we're really excited to share a little bit more about that and the details that we have created for you. What about you, Taylor? What was your experience?
0: Yeah, um, I would say that this is one of those topics that I don't really see discussed very often, especially in the filmmaker world. Um maybe it's something that people don't consider to be like as important as what camera or drone you're shooting on but I would argue that communication with a planner can make or break you in this industry and going about it professionally and clearly but also having a bit of like a personal edge um not being all just like buttoned up <laughs> um if you're watching on YouTube like I did like a tie motion but like we don't want to be like robotic we want to have a personal element to it, um, but still be professional. So yes, I, um, as you know, I did grow pretty quickly in the industry. So it went from in 2020, booking all through clients to a pretty immediate shift in 2021, working primarily with planners. And um, that's kind of how it's been going over the last few years. And I feel like I did have some learning curves um, come at me. For example, little things that you didn't really know because nobody told you, like hitting reply all on an email if they loop the client in, Um, always keeping the planner like involved in those conversations. Um, Nobody told me that <laughs> and I kind of learned the hard way and I had to kind of like have my wrist slapped by a planner being like, please keep me <laughs> looped into all emails. And it's kind of embarrassing when you do that. And of course, they don't expect you to know like we didn't go to how to run a wedding videography business school, but um, it's one of those things that if you're going to be in the professional world, you really need to kind of have a handle on. So that's what we're here to talk about.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I definitely had my wrist slapped a few times too. Um, Even just like maybe being a little too pushy on like trying to get an email, like a client's email from the planner, and they really wanted to like keep sort of like a, not a wall, but like It's their job to like be communicating with us. The client has hired them to do that. So it's not that they're stepping on our toes and trying to like eliminate the relationship between us and the client. A lot of times the reason why the client has hired that planner is because they've made that active choice to kind of maintain that professional front. And so it's up to us to reciprocate that based on the way that we communicate with our planner. And so basically Taylor and I are really excited because we put together this flow chart that we have in the show notes. You can grab it. It's a free flow chart that just walks you through step by step how like what happens when a planner emails and what are the appropriate like what's the appropriate flow for how that's gonna go. Um, Taylor is like our I'm I feel like I'm kind of like the go with the flower and Taylor is like my perfect balance of my strategic Categorizer, would you say? <laughs> I am all about
0: numbers and lists and all things Type A. Yes.
1: <laughs> so I love that she put that together. I feel like I wouldn't be one to like realize that we had this flow. I just maybe and as I, as we were kind of also putting together these um, email but this email bundle that we put together on just the correct way to communicate with Planner from you know the booking process to delivery and all of that. Um, I did realize that I did have a flow, even though Taylor knew all along she had a flow. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I do have a a plan for a plan in place.
0: Yeah, I kind of have a a very mechanical brain. (laughs) It's almost like the inner workings of um, like Dubsado. If you create like workflows with like triggers, like if this happens then this and that's how I've categorized everything in my life. (laughs) So if you ever need help systematizing your business, um, hit me up because I love that. That's what I live for. Um, so yeah, we, we really want to make sure everyone who's interested in entering this sector of the market does so successfully. And communication is by far one of the most important pieces of the puzzle. And we never want anyone to feel like, should I follow up with this planner? What's the appropriate like time length to follow up? What if they want this? What if they want that? How do I respond? And what do I even say? So we really want to give that to the filmmaking community um, to ensure success, essentially.
1: Um, Yeah, there's, you know, we like I said, we kind of had to learn the hard way. And just by like providing this to everyone who's listening and for future filmmakers who hop in and are listening later on, um, just know that that resource is there for you. So if you're you know, starting to maybe get some inquiries from planners and you're just feeling like you're not nailing your communication just yet, um, yeah, jump in those show notes, grab that free resource that we put together of that flow chart. And then from there, if you're looking for just like some really easy plug and play templates, um, you can find those too uh, in our new email bundle.
0: Yeah. And we hope that you guys do take advantage of that. Um so Kelly, what's one thing you think all filmmakers should know about communicating with wedding planners?
1: Hmm. <laughs> I think one thing that I was really surprised by when we started work you know, communicating with wedding planners was that less is more. What about you, Taylor? Yes, I would, I would definitely
0: agree less is more. And um, it's okay to be right to the point, maybe to expand on that. Um, they don't need a whole lot of fluff about how your summer's going. <laughs>
1: um, no.
0: They're very, very busy. And they're like, their time is money, right? So we really want to be direct with them.
1: Yeah, I think even as like, our business has like evolved over the last 13 years. Um, I look back on like emails from like, many, many years ago and I'm like, wow, I was just like writing novels back then about like all these things and like how were people really even reading this? I don't think they were. Um, but when I look back at my templates now that I've created, they're pretty short. They're very much to the point. Like even just before um, we hopped on to record this podcast, we got an inquiry for, from a wedding planner. I wonder if I could pull it up and read it so people could kind of see what exactly, they um what they said let me pull it up real quick so basically they said hi paul and kelly i hope your week is off to a great start i am inquiring for my client would like to know if you're available if so would you send along your pricing information to share with them very easy i think that was two sentences three sentences and so you know just a very common reply is just to say Hi, thank you so much for inquiring on behalf of your client. We are happy to say that we're currently available on their wedding date. Below is a link to our cinema guide. Please take a look. Let us know if you have any questions. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Like it's it's really like condensed and right to the point.
0: Yeah, no, I love it. And it's fun. This is kind of where the flow chart comes in because multiple things can happen after that. You know, they can maybe not respond for a certain amount of time. Or they respond saying, great, we would love to move forward. Or they respond saying, hey, we love this, but we would really love some customizations for this particular client. Here is their list of things that they would like. Can you please forward along a custom proposal? Or they can say, thank you so much for your time. Um, The client has decided to go in a different direction. So kind of knowing what to say in each of those different scenarios um, and having an answer in your back pocket will allow you to communicate really, really quickly, which I actually think I heard Katie Mary saying this. She said that speed is luxury, which that really resonated with me. I try to communicate super quickly. Um, like if I have my phone available or my laptop handy, um, I try to have responses within 30 minutes to most planners and so what that looks like with kids is me um you know i have push notifications to my phone so i'll see the email come through and it'll be like hey kids (laughs) hold tight for five minutes let me just go respond to this really quickly and i run upstairs and i send an email off um and i find that sometimes like the early bird kind of does get the worm you know have you found that to be true (laughs) kelly
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. Um we have a future guest coming on in a couple of weeks who's a wedding planner and we had the opportunity to film her academy and it was really amazing. Like I want to ask her if like other vendors can like sit in on this academy and attend when we talk to her because it was so eye-opening for me as a wedding filmmaker to see the conversations that these planners have um, behind closed doors when they're in a learning environment. And one of the biggest things that she said was that I need my vendors to respond quickly. That's the biggest thing. Like, I want to keep the ball rolling. I want to get the, when I'm ready to book my vendors, I'm ready now to book my vendors. So looking back on that email that I just read, I I had written back within like 35 minutes to that email and it and because we had that template because I have those templates just readily available it's a very simple copy paste I'll swap in the date I'll swap in the planner's name there's like three little spots that I'll change and I'll have that sent off within 15 seconds it's really easy
0: yeah I love that and going back to my love for systematizing things, um, having systems for circumstances like this can actually affect the bottom line in your business, truly. One thing that I think a lot of filmmakers could really work on, and this is like as an industry, as a whole, wedding filmmakers, is really understanding the different facets of the wedding industry and really not keeping blinders on to just the filmmaking portion. One thing that's going to help you really propel your business forward is kind of knowing a little bit about each vendor category. And the one you should probably know the most about, besides maybe a photographer, would be the wedding planner. And so we're going to kind of walk you through what that role in a wedding day looks like and how you understanding the role of a wedding planner can really help you maximize um, those events and those relationships. So Kelly already mentioned that obviously a client is hiring a wedding planner to take a lot of things off their plate. They're busy professionals. They don't want to be in the nitty-gritty of the wedding planning process. They really want someone to just do that all for them. Um, But the next step would be sourcing all of their vendors. And if you can imagine how many types of vendors are typically um, participating in an event, we're talking like 12 to 20 vendor types probably you have you know hair makeup cake caterer venue photographer florist videographer um DJ band like that's already 10 and then you add on rentals another rental company another rental company you know what i mean it really really starts to compound so understanding that they are truly juggling a million things at once and being really understanding and quick um, and easy to communicate with is going to help you be noticed in a really good way.
1: Yeah, it's they're going to be, you know, vetting your work a bit. And when they come to you, a new planner comes to you and maybe they're trying you out. Maybe they haven't worked with you before or the client is like, I don't know who to hire for video. I I trust your recommendation. And so maybe they have a couple people in their back pocket, but they've seen your beautiful work on Instagram and they're, they're wanting to bet on you. They're like, you know what? I haven't worked with them closely, but their work is pretty and I love their brand and I feel like it aligns with my brand too. So the next step there is, is they're going to be vetting you on that initial booking process, how seamless it is, how easy it is. And then from there, there's kind of that gap where wedding planning has resumed and you know, you're not really in the conversation. That's okay. Then it kind of you get brought back into the equation um, when the wedding date is approaching. We're like four to six weeks out. And then also the wedding day has happened, how you conduct yourself and then the delivery afterwards so if you can match your beautiful work with a seamless communication style and making the planner's life just all around easier in general then you're just going to be a no-brainer booking from there on out there there is a brand new relationship that you have formed with the planner and you're one step closer to you know elevating your business into the next market up
0: yes yes to all those things Um, Very well said. I love that. Um, So the next kind of piece of a planner's job as it pertains to us is to be the communicator with all of the vendors. And Kelly, you touched on this before, where um, earlier in your career, you felt a little bit like you started having uh, planners a part of the communication Process and you felt like your toes were being stepped on a little bit, you're like, No, like the client is the client and I want to talk to them. Um, but understanding that again, the client has hired a wedding planner to take over the communication process is huge and to have some grace and understanding with that because it is the client's wishes. One common thing I see, and I think this is true for most of us, um, is in the first few years of business, we really want to be friends with our clients. We we want to um, follow them and have them follow us back on Instagram. You were, You alluded to like the coffee days. Oh my gosh, I remember. So I started in 2017 and for the first two years, I probably like went to coffee, like air quotes, um, with like half of my clients in the first two years before they booked, right? Like that was a very like normal part of the booking yeah. process. Um, And yeah. I want to just Put it out there. I think 2020 did change the way things worked like we got very accustomed like to zoom and phone calls and working around not being able to meet up in person so things have changed but um, that's the way it was and when once you start serving a different segment of the market like you're really not communicating with the clients much or at all um, outside of the wedding day
1: yeah I think also one thing that kind of was eye-opening for me is even after delivering like you may not hear anything like, and, and that was a little, that was a little hard, like, you know, to be honest, like, you know, you're, you're used to these like big, long, like glowing emails back from your clients. And not to say that we don't get those, we still get those too. But I would say that you start to see a little bit more that you, you know, last year, there's probably five or six couples that we delivered their wedding film and we never heard anything from. And I'm always under the, I'm always like, no news is good news. So I'm like, they loved it. They're just, they're just busy. (laughs) Like, and we were the professionals to be there for, you know, 10 hours on their wedding day and that's it. And we've fulfilled our contractual duties and we're done. So I mean, it it is a really different shift, but it's not that it's a bad shift. It's just different.
0: Yes, and I think that is definitely a hurdle that people um, can find challenging to get over. So many of us, especially if you're a people pleaser, right, you, you're you putting your heart into these films and you're staring at these couples and their families for weeks on end as you're editing and you're really just honestly like scrutinizing every choice that you make in the editing process and you want them to love it and to not receive um like a glowing response can be so hard and so many of us can find ourselves self-doubting like oh my goodness they didn't like it or what is it and really having the ability to stay take a step back like you said and realizing that um you played the professional role on their wedding day and they probably loved it otherwise you probably would hear about it <laughs> um is huge and it will help with your mental health a ton. <laughs>
1: Yes, that is huge as well. Um, I think that one thing too that is important to understand is that your planners also, like they're, they're there for you. Like they're a vendor too. So it's important to realize that like we're all on the same team in that vendor team and that it's not that it's like you against the planner or anything like that. Like as you scale your business into a higher level of the market, teamwork is so much more important because there's so much production throughout those wedding days. And so just realizing that like you're on the same team, like I I love working with them and they love working with us. And if anything were to happen, like the planner is going to be, they're going to have our back too. So it is a little bit of a learning curve when you jump into that, but just really understanding like what's going to work for your business and aligning yourself with those planners and nurturing those relationships when you find one that's really you know solid with what you want to do that's that's always the best so now I feel like we have our you know planner relationships that have been nurtured over those years and you know that they're going to pitch you to the best clients
0: yes you know um while you were talking I I just kept hearing basically um, references to like over time, right? And we live in an instant society. So many people want to get rich quick and they want instant results and they want um, the secret, right? What's the secret to instant success? And I think you really just encapsulated what it means to have success over the long term, which is way better, right? Um, An instant success that could crumble and fall apart around you without those solid foundations in place. And that's one thing that I I would love to just like share with everyone who's listening is there's no snap of the fingers that's going to get you to the luxury market. Nothing, Nothing can automatically propel you, but it is those constant and consistent ways that we do the little things like, this really great way to communicate with planners over time, over years, people we're people, we're all people, and we want to build trust, we want to build relationships. And planners are no different. um, And relationships between filmmakers and planners are no different. So over the years, having really effective communication is just going to compound um, to the point where you become a planner's go to um, no brainer choice. But it's not something that's just going to happen tomorrow or next month. It's it's really the slow game. But the time is going to pass anyway. Whether you do it or not, the time is going to pass anyway. And um, next year when you're sitting here, are you going to wish that you did things um, this right way and this really like business forward way or the way that you've been doing them? And um, I don't know. I just want everyone to start guiding their business and making choices to where in a year from now, you'll be really happy that you did, even though you didn't see instant results.
1: Yeah. I think anytime you enter a new level of the market, there is things that you do slightly miss, you know, from the market below, you know, especially when it comes to just feeling comfortable. I think we all want to feel comfortable. And when you put yourself out there and you're, you know, communicating now with a planner that you're not used to. You're uncomfortable about it. Like I was there too. And I think a lot of other people who might be listening might just not have that confidence to talk to these planners. And so that's why I love this bundle that Taylor and I put together. Um, we both really sat down and we spent a lot of time going through this and ensuring that we had every piece that filmmakers need um, based on you know our combined years of experience, guiding you guys through any of the scenarios that it could occur in this booking to delivery process with planners as your point of contact. So I really hope that you guys check those out. I really hope that you grab that uh, flow chart first in the show notes and I think it'll just really help, like I said, lift the veil to any uncertainty that you might be feeling so that you know that this is a very normal thing. It's a very natural flow into the luxury market and your business is just going to reap the benefits from that.
0: Thank you for joining us in this conversation. If you enjoyed this episode, please help us reach more filmmakers just like you by taking a screenshot and sharing it on social media. Don't forget to tag us at The Level Up
1: Co. And join us again next week, same time, same place, as we continue to level up the industry together.